You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. And welcome in, Cash the Ticket NFL edition, time of taping, a a beautiful fall elite flannel Thursday morning. Jim Costa, he's in flannel. He's excited. And you know what's amazing? The difference in vibe between the college episode and pro is because, like, I enter these with confidence. I enter this with a clue. Well, we've been doing a lot better. I mean, you come into football season and you're excited to bet both college and pro and then college goes the way it goes. And our saving grace has been this. This is our saving grace every week. Yeah. And I look, um, I did not have a good week last week, but two, four and one. I'm still very bitter at John Harbaugh and I'm still very bitter at the Houston Texans. But 15, nine and one on the year. You go one, four and one. Niners keep you from the goosey, uh, but 13, 10 and one. So Strong. You're doing just fine. So if you want the Thursday night pick, that's a part of our Monday recap episode, which it's not a bonus episode. That's a regular app. Ep- We're doing it every week, guys. Executive decisions been made by all of us. We're just doing it. So get that recap episode. We do look ahead lines. We do a little preview of Thursday night football. Guarantee we're going to give you some rat ass college game now that they're playing on Wednesday nights and stuff. (laughs) Um, So make sure you download, rate, review, subscribe. You guys have crushed it. Jim, anything else? I know you've got some numbers. Yeah, let me just set the tone for the NFL this week. So we've got four home dogs. Those are teams we typically circle. We'll get to them. Some notes about trends in the NFL. Everybody knows unders and underdogs have been great. On the season, underdogs are 35, 25, and 3. But there's been some course correction. Last week, 8, 7, and 1. Unders, they've been free money, 37, 26, and 1. Last week, 8 and 8, even split. So things are starting. Yeah, exactly. So we got to tread carefully. Some of the things that we've been doing, we might have to look a little deeper. Well, I think that's why, if I I had to say, like, hey, is there a theme? It's a pivot week. Yeah. Like, great example, and I know we'll cover it. This is an Arthur Smith podcast. We are on Art's bus. We frequent Art's bar. Atlanta Falcons. They're 4 no against, against the number. Yep. We've done a great job riding them. Here's the problem. Is this the time to stay the course or pivot? Get off the bus before it careens off a cliff. So I wonder if this is a week where favorites begin to prosper a little bit. And maybe we look at an over. I know unders have been good. Maybe we look at an over. You can take the maybe out of it. We're going to do it. Uh, are you ready to get to let's the board? Let's go for it. All right, let's go to the board. Brought to you by FanDuel America's number one sports book. Jim, lead the board. Pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> you mentioned Thursday night's already in the books. We go to London. Do you like these London games? No. Packers minus seven and a half against the Giants. I don't need football at nine in the morning. Uh, you know what I like is the buildup to one o'clock. I don't need it. 
And I know West Coast people are like, I've watched football for years at night. Good for you. You're, you're the one who moved to Santa Barbara, not me. <laughs> I like my Sunday morning. I like my routine. I like the buildup. I like the – I'm quivering with anticipation for 1 p.m. I don't need 9 a.m. So now that I sound like an old man. No, I love it. I love you having – Yes. I get up. There's football on until I go to sleep. I'm sorry. Who's complaining about football from when you wake no, up I until just, you go to sleep? I just prefer more games in the one to four window because then the, the witching hour is that much stronger. Do, do you want time to flip through your newspaper, old man? Like, what, <laughs> come on. I'm going to tell you something. There's going to come a point <laughs> when fuck this guy up. It's going to happen. Now, if I may. Um, all right, look. Let's Get your rye about... toast and okay. settle in. Let me know. You want a Metamucil no, blast while you're in there? Right, or we go. can move okay. on. All right. Packers minus seven and a half. They take on my G-men in London. I'll be honest with you. I don't love it. I, it looks it looks like a Packer spot. It looks easy. Giants, both QBs banged up at one point last week. Saquon was running the Wildcat. Trying to get paid. The Packers look really weird. Two weeks in this season, they've looked like complete horseshit. And the other two, they've looked really strong. Now, the problem is you played the Bears in one of them, so it doesn't even count. Mm-hmm. And the Bucks game, which, look, we'll get to the Bucks next. I, I don't know what to make of them. I told you I wasn't high on them. I thought this is the year they could go off the cliff. They might be. But look, look at the pack last week. What did you make of that game against the Pats? Because it felt like Aaron Rodgers was not there. No, but we talked about it. The Belichick effect. He doesn't play as well against the Pats. Listen, I didn't think it should go to overtime against Bailey Zappi. It's not encouraging. But part of the reason why when we talked about that game, we didn't think it was an auto play for Green Bay. They are susceptible on the ground. You can run on them. And we talk about their game this week. That's a Saquon Barkley spot. That's a spot for New York whether Daniel Jones is there or not, for them to run the ball, keep it close. It's why as much as Green Bay is the better team yeah. and as much as their passing game is getting a little better, shout out Romeo Dobbs, I think this is a Giants or pass. Yeah, and the other note, too, not to get too geeky, but Leonard Williams back at practice for the Giants. He's by far and away their best D-lineman. He is an absolute bear in the run game. And I know that this one may not matter, but I have to mention it. Kadarius Toney returned to practice. The Giants are depleted at wide out. Are they ever going to give him the ball? Look, man, all I can do is report the news. Okay. I don't make it. <laughs> okay. I, I'm just telling you, Kenny Galladay didn't make the trip or the corpse that used to be known as Kenny He's Galladay. still on the team? Honestly, it wouldn't shock me if, like, they went into the locker room one day and it was a crash test dummy wearing a Galladay jersey because it's the same thing. But it's Giants or pass, and I, I just – I don't love the idea of betting against Aaron Rodgers off a bad performance. So I'm going to pass on okay. the game. There's way other stuff I'm interested in. And you mentioned it, the travel. It's it's just yeah. very funky when these teams go to London. And I do feel like favorites play well in London. I don't have science to back that up, but I just feel it. Next matchup, Bucks against, as you say, our man Arthur Smith. It's America's team, man. 4-0 against the spread, better's delight. Bucks are minus nine and a half, and you've already brought it up. Is this the time to get off the Falcons bus? Yeah, it's, it feels like it. I mean, you're Even betting, with all those points, because that's right. what people are thinking at home. This is going to be a classic play. But let's give a, a major mention here, and people don't pay attention, but Corderell Patterson is out. Mm-hmm. Corderell Patterson, no, he's not Kyle Pitts. He's not Drake London. But Corderell Patterson plays a huge role in the Atlanta run scheme, in the Atlanta passing scheme. No Corderell, it's a major issue. Now you go on the road, you have to go against a Bucs team that didn't just lose to the Chiefs. They were embarrassed. Yep. And the Bucs got pushed around up front. Brady, furious. Uh, this is where 
it's kind of like, you know, the wheels on the bus go round and round and then DJ scratch the bus blew through an arterial and went off a cliff and everyone died. I, I'm going to stay away. I want to bet Atlanta so badly, but to me, it feels like this is the week the bloom goes off the rose. Mm-hmm. The bubble bursts. I, I'm, I'm going to stay away. This is a pride or regret game. If you bet, you're being prideful because th- this is our team. We've done a great job with them. And if you, if, if they cover, we're going to regret it, but I'm going to stay away. I think this is the pivot spot for me. So they've lost two in a row, the Buccaneers. And I think this is a gut check game for them. And the number is as big as it is for a reason. And, and initially I was caught off guard. I'm like, the Bucks offense hasn't done anything, but I think they're getting everybody back. We'll yeah, they've see. been depleted, Jim. I know. So if they've got the full complement, Evans, Julio, Godwin, Gage. They get Donovan Smith back. The tackle. tackle. Big, He's big, back at big practice. Deal for them. And, and let's talk about what Atlanta is, as great of a story as they've been. They give up points on 47% of their drives, second most in football. That's scary. They aren't getting any pressure on the quarterback, so that does help Tom Brady, who's not been off to a hot start this season. This is a great spot for him to say, I don't care about all these divorce headlines. Football is my foxhole. Let's go out and blow them out. And I think this is a blowout spot. If I would play this game, it would be Tampa. Yeah, I'm, I see right there, I'm not laying the nine and a half. Right. But, I, no, I get it. Guys, if you think, hey, I'm going to bet Atlanta, uh, you know, you listen to the podcast, you're up three units or whatever it is because you followed Atlanta picks on the show, and you're saying I'm willing to give one back, I it. respect it. I would take the nine and a half, but I am, go- I am going to choose to stay at the bus stop and let that bus close its doors, go to the intersection and get T-boned by a semi, and everyone dies. Next. Pleasant thought. Jags minus seven, hosting the Texans. I'm going to tell you, I'm tempted. I'm really tempted to bet the Jags here. It's steep. It's a full touchdown. Very steep. But keep in mind, the Jags' second best point differential in the AFC. Texans are an awful team away from home. Awful team in general, but especially away from home. I get the home team. I get the clear edge at quarterback, head coach, and the trenches. I'm playing the Jags. I'm playing Jacksonville this week. Don't, I don't love a young team laying a touchdown. Like, it's one thing if you... I love the Jags and underdog spots, feisty, scrappy. Um, Is this too much too soon? I just think you have to – it's almost like graduation or like earning your driver's license. You know, if you want to lay a touchdown in this league, you, you better be the goods. And well, Have they not been so far to start the season? They I got think, up 14-0 last week in Philly and then rain and right, fumbles. But, and yeah, but hold They on. come home now with a chance to lick their wounds. Two notes on that. A, I thought they blew the commander's game. Week one. Sure. So that's a red flag. Then last week, you're up 14 nothing, and they fell apart. One note you need to put, I think, in our living document for the show. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence can't play in weather. Okay. I'm telling you, this is this is the third time I've seen it. He can't cannot play in weather. There's something wrong that this kid cannot do. De- and look, thank God he plays in a warm, warm climate. Yeah. But that rain, just tag it. Anytime the rest of the year there's going to be bad weather, I'm off the Jags. Jags at home this year, only one game, 24-0. They come home again. I like him here. Also, Davis Mills stat, because I know people are dying for Davis Mills. A Davis Mills road and home split. Oh, it is. We love these on the show. Mills at home, 16 touchdowns, three picks, a 105 pass rating. That guy looks like he can be a franchise quarterback. Those numbers on the road, five touchdowns, 11 picks, 64% pass rating. You know who the Texans hit a home run with so far? Damian Pierce. 
Yeah. Damian Pierce, the best rookie running back out there. And Damian Pierce looks physical, fast. Like they don't have a ton of weapons. I mean, I, Brandon cooks is fine. Nico Collins is an interesting prospect, but like the Texans aren't as bad as people think. And I'll say it again. I know it wasn't the right side because the right side's the winning side. I get it. But the Texans had battled back from 27, seven, it's 27, 24. They force a punt and the chargers fake the punt. And we were getting five and a half. I know losses are losses. They didn't cover. I'm making a point to you. Every time you write the Texans off, they got a pesky vibe about it. That was a home game. All right. That was a home game. You're going to take the Jags? I'm going to take the Jags. You're investing in the use of America. Perfect. All right. Next matchup. Vikings minus seven and a half against the Bears. No. Thank you. Thank you for putting it so succinctly. No. No. I stared at this game for almost 15 minutes last night trying to find a side. So here's the deal. If you just play numbers, if you just go, well, Mike, you love underdogs, you take the Bears. I'm not doing that. Do you realize that Justin Fields is on pace to not only break the NFL record for the fewest completions in a season, but if we extrapolated the data, he's on pace to break that record with 70 fewer completions than the next lowest quarterback in the history of the game who started all these games. And by the way, he'll break it playing one extra game. It is unfathomable what the Bears are doing with Justin Fields. And this is why you don't let a regime on their way out the door make a franchise-altering selection. Then you hire a new GM and a new coach. They are acting like they hate this kid. They are acting like saboteurs. There you go. Uh, I can't bet them. And if you think I'm laying seven and a half with Kirk Cousins, then it's just a different universe. The Fields note, it's not just that the lame duck regime drafted him. It's what they replaced the regime with. Eberflus is a defensive coach who has no connection to Fields. The offensive coordinator they hired was from Green Bay who had never called plays. Did they add any big-time weapons? No. Did they add any big-time help on the offensive line? No. Yeah, they drafted a 30-year-old wide receiver in Velas Jones. Yeah. He's not 30, but I think he's 26. He's more than halfway there. So, yeah, they haven't done anything to help this guy. Here's my thought on the game. The Vikings aren't good. We were texting each other during the London game last week. The Vikings are not good. And admittedly, we had Saints. So we, we or excuse me, you we did. had, we, yeah, I had Saints. So there was a, there was a, no, but I a was, vibe I had, there. I'm at the casino. I'm watching the game and I'm going, they're not a good football team. And I've had that thought a couple times this year. So and, I and can't in way, good faith take them with more than a touchdown. Full disclosure for people not local or those unaware. No, Jim is not a degenerate who's at a casino at 9 a.m. watching London football, <laughs> sipping a complimentary bloody down 500 and tie down. Jim hosts. It was a show, yeah, yeah, Jim yeah. hosts a Lions pregame show live from a casino <laughs> at a sports bar. No. That's good context. Right. Jim is not there in a Dick's Retreat t-shirt <laughs> with mustard stains on it. No, very good point. But anyway, I'm not taking the Vikings with more than a touchdown. No. And uh, sorry, Cousins at home in the 1 p.m. window is probably good enough for I'm not entertaining the Bears. Yeah. All right. Dolphins minus three at the Jets. We both really like Teddy Covers in this spot. Yeah, now I'm going to get my beak wet. Okay. Now I'm going to play. Um, I think the Jets are overvalued here. Look, Zach Wilson, if you use the first three quarters, 
versus the fourth quarter. And, and I want to pull this up because I guess I did a bad job and I didn't put this on the show sheet, so I'd, I'd like to apologize to you. Zach Wilson, the first three quarters against the Steelers last week, eight for 24, 124 yards, two picks. Bad. Not great, Bob. The fourth quarter. Clutch. 11 of 12, 128, a touchdown, a game-winning drive. But let's think about this. First of all, you had the benefit of Mitch Trubisky vomiting all over himself in the first half. And then the Steelers do something you rarely see. Bench a guy for a rookie mid-game. So you didn't get the reps all week in practice. Mm. You didn't get the focus of install. Kenny Pickett comes in, and if you just look at, wow, he went 10 for 13, one problem. The three passes he didn't complete all went to the other team with three interceptions. I thought the Jets got very fortunate. Now, I'm going to give Zach Wilson credit. The last drive, I think he was five for six, couple nice balls, went to Corey Davis. Yes, Corey Davis is alive. Mm -hmm. I can't do it here. Dolphins have had 10 days to get ready. We talk about the importance of reps, install, practice. Teddy Bridgewater was not bad against the Bengals. It's They didn't lose because of Teddy Bridgewater. And 10 days, they get the install. I'm laying three. The Jets are still a bad football team. And I look at the Dolphins off that loss, well-rested. I'm, I'm Miami here. I am. And I th- it's going to be beautiful this weekend in New York. There's not any issues that I've seen. I mean, hell, I'm flying there. I ought to know the damn weather. Um, hold on. So it is. Let me double. Let's I want to check in with Mike later in the week as he sits on the tarmac. Doppler, Mike. Yeah, no, listen, hold on. Oh, it's going to be gorgeous. Oh, We've got football weather Sunday, 65 and sunny in the swamp in Jersey at MetLife Stadium. I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm laying the three. So the whole Teddy covers bit. It's a thing. Teddy Bridgewater against the spread in his career, 42 and 21 lifetime. On the road, 46, on the road, 24 and six against the spread. I think Vegas undervalues Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. He's got a good coaching staff, going to insulate him, get the ball to playmakers. And I love the idea he's had 10 days to know he's the yep. starter, get the reps, get the install, and we know what they're going to do. And you know what? To Teddy's credit, let's be fair, he pushed the football down the field a little bit. It wasn't all checkdowns against Cincinnati. Perfect day, no issues, no wind, no problems. And I always love a team off that Thursday turn, getting the long off rest. Off the loss, too, especially. I'm so it, it, it's here. a lot of things we like. Here's the other thing. Last thing on it. The Jets didn't get any pressure on anybody all year. No. And then they played the Steelers, who have one of the worst offensive lines in football. That is so true. that's going to be beneficial for Teddy, too. I agree. All right, ma- next matchup. We got Rams minus Five and a half hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Might be my riskiest bet of the week. I'm going with the Rams. Okay. It's, you know, we always talk about buy low, sell high. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know I'm not high in the Rams. You know I don't think the Rams are great. I don't think they're winning the division. I think they're a wild card at best. I have concerns about Stafford. I have concerns about the O-line. But they got drilled on Monday night. I mean, drilled. We had Niners minus two. But I never imagined they would get, they got Beat badly. Come home, get right spot. Cowboys have been a nice story, but let's be real now. You know, last week's a case in point where I think they had, what, 19 carries for 49 yards. Not good. The commanders were able to possess the football. Um, And as great as the Cowboy pass rush is, look, the Rams, I think, you made a great point pre-show here. I think the Rams rededicate to the run. You can run on the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. The best way to protect your quarterback is to run and then play pass off of it. And look, right now I'm looking at Rams minus five. 
I feel like the Rams would be the side here. It's it's a bounce back at home, get right spot. And I think we've gotten to a peak value on the Cowboys and Cooper Rush to where, all right, Cooper. Here's Does the, the clock deal. strike midnight? Well, right. And everybody focuses, and rightfully so. Micah Parsons is, he's one of the only defensive players in the league. One of the few. You tune in to watch him. But the Rams defense is no slouch. And last week, a couple of plays go their way. I mean, how about the Debo Samuel touchdown where somehow, some way, Garoppolo doesn't throw a pick six there? Did it go through the dude's chest cavity? Is that some kind of Willy Wonka magic trick? So, look, Rams D ain't nothing to play with. And Ramsey's going to take somebody away. I'm going to go Rams here. I want to just talk people through the thought process here for me. I initially started with the Cowboys get the second most pressure against a Rams team that's been sacked the second most. That's where I was Monday, remember? Right. And and I thought, don't don't overthink this. The Rams are in trouble. They can't throw down the field. It's two guys. It's Cup and it's Higby. And they're in trouble. The offense looks broken. And specifically up front, there's nothing they can do to fix it. Whitworth's not retiring. He's not coming off the set of Amazon Prime. How do they fix this? But you have to consider, how am I going to lose this bet? Because I was really all about to now do that. Now, that's how I like to start my days. How would I lose this bet? And it got me reverse engineering how this is going to go. Dallas didn't run the ball well last week. The Rams are one of the 10 best run defenses in football. So they're going to force Cooper Rush to go on the road. Then Sean McVay, one thing that I think is infuriating about him, he's stubborn. He wants to run the ball at sometimes at the cost of having the most explosive plays. But it's actually going to benefit them because you can run on the Cowboys who give up more than five yards a pop. It's a great come home they just played their nemesis, the Niners. Great spot to pet the Rams. So I'm actually all the way in with you. We will both ride into Los Angeles and take the Rams. Look, man, I believe in you. Come on. <laughs> come, come to mama. Come to mama. You got to set this next one up. Be- because I, I think I'm too emotionally scarred for this next game. Lions? Lions. Well, I will tell you up front, it is taking the utmost discipline for me not to bet the Patriots. First things first, numbers matter. And we talk about this all the time. Look at last week, Ravens and Bills. Great example. There were moments in the week you could have gotten Ravens three and a half. We taped the pod. It was three. We got three. We pushed. Mm -hmm. If you got the number, you won. That makes a huge difference. I view this game the same way. The Patriots are laying three and a half. I'm not laying over three to a Lions team that is like a bad rash. They don't go away. They will battle. Last week, they had nobody healthy on offense, and they were able to put up 45. But here's the issue. Am I comfortable laying three and a half with Bailey Zappi? Now, look, Belichick made a comment, and so did Mac Jones. Mac is like, hey, I might be able to play. Belichick says he's made major progress. I still think it's highly unlikely. I think there's some gamesmanship. He was limited in practice. And at time of taping, it's Wednesday, Thursday morning. Excuse me. Um, I don't know enough about the Patriots situation yet. And the Lions, I won't even read all the names. But is there a chance? Now, we think DeAndre Swift is out. Yeah, the early indication is he's not playing. But if they get Amon Ross St. Brown back, if Ragnow is healthy, and I do believe he is, but he is on the report. He is getting a maintenance day. You know, Jonah Jackson, their starting guard, uh, is back at practice. I just would wait until Friday. And I know that if you're listening to this, here's how I view it. If the Lions go into this game healthy, I am not betting the 
Patriots. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean I'm betting the Lions. But if the Lions go into this game and they do not get Amon Ross St. Brown back, they do not get Jonah Jackson back, they stay banged up, I am inclined to lay the three and a half, but I don't think it's fair to you, the listener, to give out this pick when not even we know who's actually available for the Lions. So it is a wait and see for me. Can I bring up the the cosmic energy in the room here, the elephant in the room here? It's Matt Patricia running the Patriots offense, which has been the Mm. butt of the joke all offseason. He can't run an offense. He couldn't run a defense. He's a total idiot, right? I don't know if there is a lower rock bottom, I'm just speaking as a fan, than the Lions firing Matt Patricia because he was inept, paying Matt Patricia to run the other side of the ball and take a third-string quarterback and beat their brains out. Oh, and then have the guy who replaced Patricia's defense have a worse defense than Patricia. So, like, I'm too close to this. I'm going to be a wreck if they lose this game, if they get marched up and down the field by Matt Patricia. factor that in, buddy. I, I know. So I'm happy you went first. You gave people all the right information to make the best decision possible. I am not betting this game. No, and and here's the other thing. You can make a case for the Lions, but here's your issue. We we have to stop viewing it. Like, the Lions are the unfulfilled promise of the Jaguars. The Jaguars have actually won the games. The Jaguars have actually beaten teams. The Mm -hmm. Lions do just enough to make you think they could have. It's much more likely for Dan Campbell to fall to one and four than it is Bill Belichick. The problem is three and a half. Am I really laying north of a field goal with Bailey Zappi? Shout out Hilltoppers. But here's the thing. They do run the ball well. They do. The Patriots. They, they have And you, their it, defense stinks. The if, Pats defense is bad. If you believe this, pro football focus, I know some people live by it, some people don't. They give the Patriots offensive line one of the biggest edges in football this week against the Lions defensive line. One of the top five mismatch in the run and pass. If the number gets to three, I go New England. Yeah. There is no scenario I'm taking the Lions. All I'm telling the people, bud, I cannot hand this pick out. And okay. then Friday, the Lions get all their weapons You get sensed. Yeah, I don't want to do that to them. So it is a wait and see. Is there is there a very real chance I'm on the Patriots on Sunday? Yes, but I'm not laying three and a half. Can we also just briefly, because I know we want to keep moving. The overs. You've wanted to play them. I've been the jerk. Are I gave you going to play? I one it? out last week. Okay. Do you? Uh, oh, you're talking a Lions over because they, they've, they've been money. They don't stop anybody and they score points. We just address it real, real quick. Do you want to do it or no? I don't want this to sound like a cop out. I worry about the Lions okay. from a health perspective. The total sits right now at 45 and a half. Right. I said last week, health. Don't bet the over, and it was the highest scoring game of the weekend by far. And that's why I liked it. <laughs> eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. 
Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The farmer's dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, next game. Sorry. Geno Smith is a thing. <laughs> Go ahead. Bills minus 14 points. Hosting rookie Kenny Pickett in the Steelers. You needed me on the last game. I need you on this one because I don't lay points. I don't bet big favorites. And all I continue to come back to is the Bills are going to rub the Steelers' face into the curb. Mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett debuts. The, in horse racing, there's something called class relief. So let's say you're running with the big dogs, and you're running in big graded stakes races, and you can't quite hack it. You just, you're in the deep water. A lot of times you'll see a horse get class relief. They'll drop a horse down to something more palatable, and now a horse that was 20 to 1 at a stakes level is your morning line favorite at, say, an allowance level. This is class relief for the Bills. I mean, think about it. The Bills were in Miami in the 150-degree blast furnace. Then they go and play Baltimore in, in a bog. And now you get the class relief. You come home, the sun's going to be shining, and you're facing a rookie QB with shockingly tiny hands. I just stop me from betting the Bills laying the 14th. I know it is the squarest thing in the world. I know every hillbilly will be on the bills, but the public does win sometimes. And it's not over 14. (sighs) There's some spin. How's that for convincing? It's it's not 14 and a half. It's also not 15. It's 14 for a reason. Buffalo gets a ton of pressure without blitzing. 
It's Von Miller and company. They don't have to blitz. And the Steelers' O-line is so bad. So it's a nightmare scenario. You're a rookie quarterback. You go into Buffalo. They don't have to blitz. They can drop the majority of players into coverage and still hit you repeatedly. Oh, and you threw three picks last week. It's 14 for a reason. It should be 14. The only reason why I, I caution you to play the Bills, in addition to the whole square part, Tomlin, underdog. 48-26-3 against the spread. It's a lot of points for a coach who's decent, one of the better coaches in football, and especially as an underdog. Uh, Here's one thing, and again, time of taping, it is Thursday morning. The Steelers' injuries are mounting. So what we know as of right now is Minka Fitzpatrick did not practice. Terrell Edmonds did not practice. Uh, Watson Witherspoon did not practice. Cam Sutton, Levi Wallace. You're, you're talking five guys on the defense that may not be there. I mean, listen, the game could end up 27-3. to three. It really could. Well, I'm going to do this as long as you – I need you to bless this. I need oh, you boy. to – I don't know what uh, – I'm not a religious guy, but, like, make the sign of the cross or burn some sage <laughs> or ring that little bell the priest used to bring in church. I want to bet the Bills laying 14 <laughs> points without the audience losing respect for me as Mr. Underdog and the guy who hates big favorites. I just think the Steelers are being led to slaughter. And I know, to open the season last year, huge favorites, and the Steelers beat them. Mm-hmm. But there's no T.J. Watt. If there's no T.J. Watt and no Minka Fitzpatrick, forget about the other Floodgates guys open. missing. Yeah. Then you can't block the Bills' front. You can't run it. You can't rely on Kenny Pickett to slice and dice. You're one-dimensional. Do the Bills sleepwalk? It's always a possibility. Right. Do the Bills blow the cover late and you, you miss an extra point? You're up 20. Bills, you know, Steelers score. I just feel like the Bills, this is a bomb spot. I think you have all the football reasons in the world to take Buffalo, so do it. I get I get the blessing yep. from, from Pontiff Costa. And there you go. All right, I'm betting the Bills. I can't believe I just did this. I laid 14 in an NFL game. I feel filthy. Take a shower. Filthy. Saints minus five and a half hosting the Seahawks. As you say, the devil's number. It's the last game off my board. So the Saints front has been bad on both sides of the line. They've got injured quarterback, injured skill positions. We don't, we don't have all the info. Last week. You can laugh. He shook the rust off. He pushed the ball down the field. Yeah, but if a it's Dalton bit. against Geno Smith, I ain't right back. I think I would take Seattle. Yeah. Oh, it's Seattle or pass. Let's be clear. But I am limiting the plays to six a week. I this was the literal last game. I left off the board. I wanted to bet Seattle here. I just worry, are we being seduced? I mean, look at who Seattle's played. You can pull it up. Yeah. Look at who they've played. And we know, Geno Smith opening night, he completed 80% of his passes. Let's be fair. Denver fumbled at the one-foot line twice. All right. He played the Lions, who has the worst defense in the history of the NFL through four weeks. That's a fact. They played the Falcons. They played Atlanta. Bad defense. Who, who Jim just talked about. Gets no pressure. Doesn't really stop anybody. And then at the Niners, which, okay. was, which was a bad game. They, so they lost. now, okay, but, but you're bringing up the point, which is the Niners are a legitimate defense. I still view the Saints not at the Niners level, but the Saints are a legitimate defense. And I look, I know, Marshall Lattimore, Lattimore did not have a good game last week. And with, the, with all the chips on the line, he gave up a huge completion to Jefferson. I don't know that I trust Geno Smith. Now, if this game was in Seattle, mm-hmm. I might be swayed. I want to be careful about, you mentioned it, there's an adjustment by the book, there's a regression by the league, the dogs, it's evening out a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
I'm staying away. I don't want to get loose. But, yes, if you bet this, to me, it is Seattle or pass. Commanders, plus two and a half, hosting the Titans, one of those home dogs. I'm begging you not to do I'm this. I'm doing this. Jim, don't do this. Why not? This is. L- the- let me make the case before you at least give me a chance before you talk me off the ledge. League average run defense, the Commanders. League average facing the Eagles and the Lions and the Jags, who have done a nice job running the ball. They did a good job last week against the Cowboys. I think the defense can stop the run a little bit. It's better than people realize. If you can bottleneck Henry a little, who are the Titans? What are the Titans? And on the flip side, they're one of the worst defenses in football. They give up the highest passer rating against, third most air yards. Wentz is at home with weapons. I know Wentz is like the equivalent, like you have heartburn right after you bet. This is what we talk about, taking teams that people don't want at home with points. And who are the Titans? Who are the Titans to be favored in this game? Let me know when it's when Go it's ahead. Turn. All right. The things I'm about to say are not stats. But, A, I listened to a little bit of radio in D.C. this week. Sports junkies who are at one of They're our great. properties. Um, shout out to the guys in D.C. This team may have quit on Ron Rivera. You have people demanding his resignation. He looks like your grandfather when your grandfather was at the family dinner but wasn't really there and sat quietly and confused. They've lost three games in a row. They cannot protect Carson Wentz. Wentz looks horrendous. And when we talk about, you know, we always do this. We create these narratives, and I'm guilty of it. Washington's front seven and all the great play. Is that defense any good? No. Jim, you you might be backing a team that doesn't want to play football no more. I, You are a grown-ass man. You do whatever you want, but there is no way. They, you know, Do you know what Washington is right now for me? What? Radioactive. Unbettable. Unbettable. But if you want to take them as a short-home dog, when the coach might get clipped, when you got people demanding he resign, Carson Wentz. I want you – look at Evan. Don't look at me. I want you to look at Evan. Carson Wentz. You're betting on Carson Wentz. This is like that. I wish people would have gotten around Len Bias the night he did a bunch of blow and he got drafted. Don't do it. Don't do it. Carson Wentz, the commanders, and Ron Rivera are the drugs. You want to snort it, go ahead. But I am as your friend begging you not to do this. Okay, fine. Here's the deal. <laughs> that is disturbing. What? No, no, no. The idea, not that I'm Len Bias. Uh, <laughs> You're not going to die no, no, but, if but, you snort the commanders. But if you bet them. I, I know. It could, it could just, it could hurt. You want to do it, you, do no, it. No, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to play them. I'm going to take them off. And I hope this isn't like the Raiders last week where I regret it. But I am going to play a home dog this week. And I want to go to our next game. Right, hold on. So here's what I'll do for you. What? And Evan, this is, this is just who I am. This is what I am. Offline, I want you to write down what you were going to bet on the commander. <laughs> and if they win, I will pers- – no, no, no. I want – this is called conviction. I will personally – I will bring you that money privately in an envelope or briefcase if you want drama. <laughs> and I will hand it to you on this podcast next week if they, if they cover and I cost you money. 
All I'm trying to do no, is... No, you have to factor in the human element of this. I'm trying to save your life, Jim. Okay. okay. I do want to bet a home dog this week, and this next one is one I think we can bet. I can't believe I just got that passionate begging you not to bet the Commanders. All right. Who are we betting now? What the happened? Browns. I blacked out. We're betting the Browns. Oh, I'm all in. I, I'm betting a home dog this week. I'm, I'm not going to go a whole week without betting one of these teams. No, I'm all in here. Okay, so we mentioned it on the Monday episode. People yep. need to check it out. I we look the ahead. Browns then. I love them now. Browns, home dog. Chargers coming west to east. Chargers off a win. Browns off a loss. And we love having a real football reason to bet this game. Second most rushing yards. Browns run, run attack is real. Chargers give up the second most yards per carry. So you got Chubb. You've got that backing. The Browns are the play. And I also think it's almost like the Gremlins. Jacoby Brissett as a favorite is like nice and cuddly. And <laughs> Jacoby Brissett as an underdog, oh, poured a water on him, and he turned. He, it's a whole different QB. I love Brissett as a dog, so I'm in on it. I think you make a great point. People don't realize it. Like Nick Chubb doesn't get any shine. Dude's a beast, and Kareem Hunt is just there. And you're like, wait. They have both of these guys. Um, yeah, I know Amari Cooper had a weird non-football practice deal. Where he'll, he'll get back in the groove. He, he'll be fine. Um, but I'm I'm totally with you on this. It was one of the first games. And this is why you got to listen to the Monday show. Because we do look at headlines. We offer you a few things. I liked them then. I like them now. You know, I talked about the Cowboys earlier in the week. And I said, I know I need to do the research. I did. And I changed my my angle. This is one. I'm with you. Browns, it's a play for me. Niners, minus six and a half at the Panthers. Do they only play home games? I feel like every week it's the Panthers at home. Getting Nobody six would and know because there's no one at the game. <laughs> Seriously, that was an empty stadium last uh, week. They might not have a quarterback or a coach for very long either. I, I mean, I don't know what you do here. My thought is the Niners are a well-oiled machine. It's less than a touchdown. If you're going to play, I'd play San Francisco. You talk about things getting ugly for a football team. You have Matt Rule saying the protection's good. In other words, Baker, figure it out, guy. Yeah. I think there's going to be, and there nearly was last year, a mutiny. I think that's a very tense situation in Carolina. They are nearly a full touchdown dog at home. That's Vegas telling you something. I think it's Niners or pass. Yeah, well, your problem is the total's the lowest on the board this week at 38 and a half. So if you like the under, you have to like the dog because right. points are at a premium. I can't touch the Panthers after last week's performance. I can't I can't do it. And I'm with you. Look, David Tepper is the guy who owns the Panthers. That is, I believe he was a hedge fund billionaire. He's one of the richest owners in the league. He's not putting up with this. And if you ever want to get your owner to react, don't go to the games. That was an empty stadium last week. Um, the Niners might be the side. They might walk in, win 20-3, to three, and it's a business trip. But I'm not laying a touchdown. Um, I, I'm, I'm not doing it. And, again, short week for the Niners. I just it's, yeah. it's it's every red flag week out and there. cross country, so don't play it. I'm not going to play it. Eagles minus five and a half at the Cardinals. I feel like this is going to be my worst play of the week. I like Philly here. Are we suckers? No, I just look. I don't like laying points on the road. I don't like laying what is it five five and a five half five and right a half. Now. But the Eagles might just be the best team in the NFC, and they're blossoming right in front of us. What are the Cardinals? Really tell me what they are. Their, their offensive scheme makes no sense to me. None. None. What are they? Where have you, when have you watched them and been impressed by them? Now, when we get to week seven, when Hop gets back, we can begin to talk about it. But, Jim, I look at the Eagles. They dominate both lines of scrimmage against this team. True or false? True. Okay. 
Jalen Hurts is playing an MVP caliber level of football. Mm -hmm. They have the requisite skill players. And defensively, I got Bradbury. I got Slay. I got a pass rush. I got an interior trio with guys like Fletcher Cox and Hargrave and Jordan Davis where I can, I can take away a lot of what Arizona would even dare do up the middle. If you want to bet Arizona, you need to give me a reason. Here's Arizona's schedule. Blown out by the Chiefs in the opener. They were being blown out by a bad Raiders team before this miraculous, miraculous comeback. comeback. Right. They lose to the Rams, never really in the game. And then they beat the Panthers last week, who we just got done talking Horrific. about are awful. So do you so, believe the Eagles are even close to those teams? I think the Eagles are way better than those teams. Then I'm then I'm gonna then I this is one of the rare moments you'll see me with a road favorite. I'm gonna take Philly. QB, coach, trenches. If you got all three of those things, that's a Only good play. That that's me, a good play. Worries me a little bit. Eagles have not been good in the second half. Oh, blow them out in the first not half. The second half of the season. No, I know. I'm just saying you, you you get hey, you could be up ten late. You're laying five and a half, and you could really that'd be a, a that'd be annoying. Question on Philly before we move on. They're the last undefeated team. When do they lose? This game is the Cardinal game. Then they get the Cowboys. I believe that's Sunday night football. Steelers at the Texans. Wow. Commanders mm. at the Colts. And then it's the Packers. Maybe the Packers, but that's that gets them to December. Wow. Are they going to have one loss, maybe zero losses by the time they go to December? Or the day I bet them they lose Sunday. Okay, and enough. it just ends that conversation. <laughs> I mean, seriously, where's the find the loss? Well, I mean, hey, it's it's any given Sunday. Anybody can beat anybody. But, yeah, I just feel like Arizona's a real mess here. I think there's a problem with Kingsbury. There's a problem with that scheme. They've never committed to protecting Kyler Murray. And when I look at Philly, where's the out? Where's the out if you're Arizona? Like, what's your win there? What do you do to counter them? Well, yeah, I asked earlier, like, how do we lose this bet? I, I don't see it. Oh, God help I don't me. see it. That's an auto loss, Evan. <laughs> okay. Next game. Sunday Night Football. Ravens, minus three against the Bengals. Bengals, 10 days to prepare. Yep. Bengals won both meetings last year. Offense was humming, scored 41 in both games. Yep. And the Ravens do not get pressure on the quarterback. Now, maybe they still will because this is the Bengals' offensive line, but it feels like a spot where points are going to be scored, and it's why I think we circle the over here. Both teams have quarterbacks that can really go. Lamar's yep. got something to prove. Burrow's in a rhythm. The offense has been better the last two weeks. Both kickers. You'll love this as a guy who's had the over burned by bad kickers. Oh, I got burned two weeks ago. Lions, Minnesota, four missed kicks. Tucker, McPherson, both really good kickers. You know the other thing? You can essentially get to the 40-yard line, and it's three points. Yep. They so how many both... drives are going to end in points in this game? Well, look, I, I lean Bengals, by the way, for the game. Okay. I do lean Bengals, but I, I like the over, 48 and a half. I know the Ravens played, you know, again, they played in the monsoon last week against Buffalo. The issue I have with the Ravens is this has happened twice now. Happened against the Dolphins, happened against the Bills, where they have just gone offensively comatose in the second half. It worries me a little bit. But I also I get a little worried about the Bengals. I love the long turnaround. I love getting rested. Um, it's a lean Bengals as a side. I am going to play the over. Hell though. yeah. There we I'm go. We, go we zig when everyone zags. Yeah, you have to. And it's league. a prime time under which has been more dramatic this year. It's nine and four primetime unders have hit. Where regression is going to come calling. Exactly, and I think this is a good spot for it. What a mental mindfuck.
NFL football. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you can sew in your own head on this. You do. Monday Night Football wraps this up, and then I do want to have some fun with teasers. Chiefs minus 7.5 hosting the Raiders. I tried like hell to find a, a play in this game because the Raiders always play the Chiefs tough, and 7.5 is a lot. But you know what I keep going back to? The Chiefs might be every bit as good as the Bills, and the clinic they put on against Tampa. Remember, that's a great Tampa D. They pushed them around on both lines of scrimmage. I mean, they ran it, they threw it, and then the other side, I mean, they made Brady's life hell. I come back to that, and then you know what I looked at? Mm -hmm. Is it an over? Oh. Is it another? It's a big number, though, right? 51 and a half? There was my issue. You start getting into the 50s in the National Football League, I equate that to almost a number in college being high 60s. So, for instance, 50 in the NFL is 65 and a half in college. So you know the minute you see numbers like that, you go, ooh, I don't know. And you better have both teams that can right. score, and I also look at the Raiders. and yeah, It's a game yeah. I'm going to watch. This is, And, guys, listen, I am not encouraging this. I'm just telling you how I approach things. I will watch. I will have my FanDuel uh, account open. I will wait live. Get a little game flow. Formulate an opinion in game. It has to make sense. You know, like the other night, I knew I was right, but I always like checking in with you. We had Niners minus two, and it's 14 to nine. They're getting the ball, and FanDuel puts up Niners minus four and a half. And I texted you. I go, hey, Niners minus four and a half double dip, question mark. And you you did the responsible thing. You're like, nah, I'm good with my minus two. Next play was like a 40-yard completion by Garoppolo, and it went to seven and a half, and I went, son of a bitch. But you just you get a feel for yep. a game. You're like, you know what? I don't know if the Rams are going to score a touchdown this game. So, look. That was kind of like the opening Sunday night football game when we took the Cowboy team yeah. under. So there, you find this these spots in these games. Yeah, and you know what? Listen. As we get the injury reports, as the week goes along, we can drop a bonus episode on Monday Night Football. We can easily cut something and, and put it out there for the people. But right here now, I'm actually going to sit tight because the board is full, and I don't want to force a play. And here's the thing with the Chiefs. They're a team you don't have to bet on to watch. Like some of these teams, you better have money if you're watching a Carolina Panther game. Yeah, that's a game you can just watch. The, the Chiefs are a team, especially the way they orchestrate Andy Reid extra day. I can't wait to watch them on no, Monday same night. Same here. All right. Go ahead. So you want to do what do you got a teaser for the people? All right. I want we we wanted to do some kind of fresh baked fun on the show. And the problem with the props is you don't really get them until the day of. So when we tape this, you can't really put together the best same game parlays. So I want to throw out a couple teasers. And I think the first one is going to repulse you. And I think the second one we might be able to workshop and salvage. Oh, you're quite right. The first one, <laughs> he's taking a peek at this. First teaser. I'm going to take three teams who I think they have the better coach the better quarterback, two of the three are at home, and the other's a neutral site. Jags minus one, Chiefs minus one and a half, Packers minus one and a half. Why do you refuse to listen to what I say to you? It crosses two key numbers, down from a touchdown and a field goal. If you tease favorites, you lose. Say that right now. Tell tell me how that loses, though. Easily. Which which one lets me down? Jags minus one, Chiefs minus one and a half, Packers minus one and a half. All three. All three. All three are, All three are going to win their game, right? Wait, is it going to shock you if the Raiders, who always play well against the Chiefs, beat them? Would it shock I, you it if a be. young Jags team, who everyone's telling them how pretty they are, fall asleep against the Texans and got beat? And the Packers, look, if we thought they were such a shoe in what the hell, man? I mean, that's a Packer team that has sleptwalked two of the four weeks. 
I'm telling you, if you're going to do teasers, you tease the dogs. So, like, you like the Browns. Tease the Browns. Cool. You like Atlanta, but you don't like nine and a half. Great. Carry it to 15 and a half. Hey, you just got done saying, man, Giants. Make the Giants 14 and a half. There's ways to do this. I... So you don't like doing it with the favorites? No, never. Okay, so what about, the, what about the underdogs? We like the Browns. We can tease them up to eight and a half. That yep. crosses two key numbers. Yep. The Cowboys. Yep. No? Crosses two key numbers. Yep. And I had the Commanders I, you, crossing two key numbers. Ron, I, right, would, I'm just I wouldn't have dinner that. with Ron okay. Rivera at this point because I wouldn't want him near me. He's G- give me a three-team teaser that we can both co-sign on. I would go Browns because we both agree okay. there. What about the Seahawks? We like them at five and a half. You love them at 11 and a half, right? Sure. Browns. Yeah. They're the Seahawks. Seahawks. And then dealer's choice. Arts boys getting 15 and a half. Or you could do the pip pip cheerio bowl. Giants getting 13 and a half. If that's something. Let's do something. I want to have something in London. You're a sick man. All right. <laughs> How about this? Wait a minute. What's wrong with Bengals getting nine? Are you doing no, a no, six? Let's, no, let's do that. Let's do. I was or, doing sixes. Hold on. Why don't you just tease the over? Tease the over. Make it 42 and a half. Do you like the nine or the, or the over better? No, let's, let's do the over. Okay. We both like the over. Tease the over. Tease, tease the, the Browns. Browns. And then you pick. You want Arts Boys or Seattle? I think you tease Seattle. Let's do Seattle. Done. Perfect. So we again, are believing in Geno Smith. Oh, it's a terrifying place to be. So give it. Okay. What's that even pay? Let me plug it I'm in. I'm not a teaser guy. But teasers, especially with some of these, like, five and a halves, we got to find some ways to tease every week. All right, well, go ahead. And then I'm going to give the people my board. Uh, by the way, the board is presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Uh, my board. So I'm already on the under uh, in the Monday night game. Excuse me, the Thursday night game. Under 42 and a half, Colts-Broncos. But our, our board for today, Browns getting two and a half. Dolphins laying three. Rams laying five and a half. Bills laying 14, Eagles laying five and a half, and over 48 and a half, Cincy, Baltimore. And I will tell you, it's one of the only weeks of the year you're going to see me playing some favorites. I do think it's a pivot week. I do think this is going to be a little bit of a, a revenge of the favorites this week. And uh, look, the over, it could we could get burned. That's a high number. But I feel like these two teams, this is going to be a back and forth game. And that Baltimore defense, I don't trust them as far as you can throw them. So, that's my card, and Patriots are pending. I need that injury report. Jim, go All ahead. All right, here is the teaser. Seattle, plus 11.5. Browns, plus 8.5. The over in the Sunday night matchup, 42.5. What do you got? Pays one, uh, plus 140. All right, there we, there we go. Go ahead. And then my board. We already have Colts Broncos under 42.5 from earlier in the week. Dolphins minus 3. Jags minus 7. Eagles minus 5.5. Rams minus 5.5. Browns plus two and a half and the over 48 and a half Sunday night Bengals Ravens. Let's get it. And look out for a bonus episode. There's a, there's a chance we do something for Raiders and Chiefs because, well, there's just no way we can stay away from Monday night football. Rate, review, subscribe, download, tell all your friends, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. That's Cash the Ticket.